is Saturday, October 25th, 2008, and this is Radio Wave. Thank you for joining us on tonight's broadcast of Radio Wave. Our host is a friend of Medjugorje. He will be discussing with us tonight the message that we received from Our Lady today through Maria. And as we begin this broadcast and we go into this message, we ask that you open your hearts in prayer as we turn Radio Wave over to our host, a friend of Medjugorje. In Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Mary, we ask your blessing. We ask that you pray over us for each home that we go into tonight and then later who streams these, that your words penetrate the thickness of what society's built upon the heart, that it's taken your presence 27 years to come to open and lacerate the heart. And so we want to be forward in, in saying, here's our heart, open it, work it, make it pliable, make it with love. Do not respond to you, the love. We pray particularly for the message today, the profoundness of it, its importance and what you wish it to convey, we may understand through the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, tonight we have the joy of always coming to you, and, and uh, Radio Wave has brought to us a, a real excitement. I had somebody say something the other day that struck me about this presidential election, um, that she said, you know, I used to live on the coast, and this presidential election makes me feel like when a hurricane was coming, the excitement it caused. <laughs> And it really struck me because we kind of feel the same way down here in the South about tornadoes. It's exciting. Not that we want to get hit, but it's just excitement in there. It's electric. And so I equate that necessarily. I'm not talking about the presidential election, which that's got that hurricane coming. We don't know what's going to happen and, and the effects on our country. But at the same time, Radio Wave, is there's always an excitement that now on the 25th and the second of each month, we're coming to you. And we're actually able to discuss the message and open it up and and have a forum where people can come and join and really hear about it because most people had complained to us for years that I feel all along. I don't feel I got him made it. When the message comes in, it's just such a profound thing. But at the same time, I, I kind of a letdown because I don't have anybody I can share with. Uh, I don't have anybody, maybe even some outside the family that we can sit down and just discuss it. So the forum that God's given to us through Radio Wave and to broadcast it from places that we have never heard of or even dreamed of gives this format. And so this is a really great blessing for us, a great blessing for, for you. It's a great help in collaborating with Our Lady. Not that what we've done, but what God's done for us. So we're grateful that we can come to you. We don't take it for granted. So let's go right into the message, a very important message today, a very exciting message. Ruth, would you like to read it? Our Lady, Queen of Peace of Medjugorje's October 25th, 2008, Monthly Message to the World. Dear children, in a special way, I call you all to pray for my intentions, so that through your prayers, you may stop Satan's plan over this world, which is further from God every day, and which puts itself in the place of God and is destroying everything that is beautiful and good in the souls of each of you. Therefore, little children, 
arm yourselves with prayer and fasting so that you may be conscious of how much God loves you and may carry out God's will. Thank you for having responded to my call. Well, one of the exciting things for us, we're talking about excitement about a hurricane coming, uh, and just knowing these messages, we're in the field today, beautiful fall day, pleasant temperature, had rain yesterday, so everything's real green and moist. You feel a little bit like you're in Ireland, some, something in the valley here. But, you know, we knew our lady was about to give a message for the 25th, and just to be able to live in a place or structure our life, which she's asked you to do the same thing, that we can pause and stop and, and be on our knees when our 25th message comes as a cause of excitement. And especially when, when we see in the message that we walk in a path and trying to do what our lady asks, that she gives to us a confirmation of what we're walking. We've got a nine-day fast planned for Monday all the way to November 4th because we know our nation's in a, in a real state of crisis and we need to have whatever God wants offered through a fast. And, and she says that through fasting, uh, with fasting and, and prayer, so that you become conscious of how much God loves you and may carry out God's will. And that's what we want. So when we implement these things or we do that, and we have several hundred people already signed up for this. If you haven't, you need to, you can sign up on the site, right? Is there a place on the site? Have we even announced that on the site? <laughs> yes, it is, an, it is announced on the homepage of the site. And it's at the, in red on the homepage at the very bottom or at the top of the homepage. But it's in the list there. It's in red letters. And it says uh, about the nine-day fast. You can click there and send in some information if you need to. And we've also suggested that people call us. Okay, but it's about sign up, explains right. about that. Yeah, mm -hmm. so that's, that's what I wanted to know. Thank you. But the point is, is, is here as we implement this, we plan this, and then our lady comes out with a message, and that's exciting. It's exciting to see that you implement something in your life, and then you have the confirmation of heaven coming afterwards, that your spirit, you're following the Spirit of God. It doesn't mean we're, we're walking on, on clouds or saints. It means that by responding, thank you for responding, that we see confirmation of what we're doing directly from heaven. What kind of people has had that, except for the Israelites 40 years in the desert? Which I've said before, I believe our ladies come for 40 years, at least daily. She may be there after, but the daily apparitions, I don't think will go past that. That's 2021. Because she's leading us out of this age that we've never experienced in the history of the world to give us a message that she said in her words, I'm going to give you messages that's never in the history of the world since the beginning. To lead us this, through this particular time we live in. Our lady said Satan's plans over this world. We know by reason that Satan strives to bring about the ultimate plan to financially integrate the world. It is a system in which you shall not buy or sell without the mark. And through this financial integrated system, he plans to dominate all the world. Once this is achieved, a man or even, a, or even men or a system can be its head and we'll be fully possessed and we'll be the devil incarnate himself. If we look at an overview of Our Lady's messages, we'll see that they show she's coming to break Satan's plans. However, if Our Lady says that she needs our collaboration and for us to collaborate with her, first through prayer and then through actions, what she's after, we should arm ourselves with prayer and fasting to help us all to interrupt and break the path of Satan that he's building now to start his reign. He wants this. The time of Satan will inevitably come. We're not going to stop that. But it is not now. This time belongs to the Queen of Peace, and her words will even be more important and in need for the future Christians than us because they'll need to know how to live and spiritually survive under the devil's system. Her words for our time or to know how to live and grow in holiness under her reign as she comes now to us in Medjugorje, just as today, as the Queen of Peace. And for her immaculate heart to triumph in this time that is given to her to intercept Satan's plans for world domination. Her victory does not mean we will not suffer. It's a misnomer to think that, that everything's going to go good for us. So this time with Mary will be the time that Christians in the future will look back and in hope of the great final struggle against Satan himself, the Antichrist. 
that those Christians in the future may be strengthened and they may be able to hold out until the end as it happened with us in the town of Mary with the Queen of Peace and these apparitions that are happening in Medjugorje. So for those Christians, their review of our time, how we live the message, how we walk with Mary, will give way to their time and their walk in his reign and his coming back in the great triumph against the Antichrist and the world's ultimate end. So I'm completely convinced of this. I've seen this in the message for a long time. This message today confirms it to me. It's an exciting message. It's an exciting thing when a heavenly being comes and says, through your prayers, you may stop Satan's plans over the world. Well, you could say, well, we know that. But say, what is Satan's plan? What is his dream? What is his whole wish? And that's to confront and, and rule the world. We're told in Revelations how it's going to happen. I just reviewed that. So we're in a really exciting moment. And because we're in an exciting moment, we've got to realize that God is, God is doing something. And God is doing something more than, okay, today we got a nice little apparition. Uh, these things should not be looked at without the most diligent thoughtfulness, careful consideration that we can arrive at through our prayers. All right, he says you must pray to comprehend the message. You won't comprehend them if you're not praying. Because then they're going to look superficial and you're going to say, oh yeah, Mary's coming. I want to just be in the presence of the apparition. Much deeper than that. And so Christians are getting real. They're not getting real because they are not penetrating the life of Christ in the way that they would do the things of the world and the pleasures of the world. Chuck Colson was on yesterday. I was listening to him. He was started the, the uh, prisoners, I think it's called Life. Do you remember the name of that? It's the prison ministry. Yeah. It's prison, but it's the name for it. But anyway, he, he was caught up in, I think it was, he, he was Watergate and then went to jail. And then in this, he started this ministry. And so in this ministry, he he's became known, but he's got a new book out. And in it, he talks about, he was being interviewed yesterday. He was talking about how Christians uh, were just, the Pew Research just did a poll on it. On Christians, and they said that there's all roads lead to heaven. They asked him about that, and 50% of the Christians said it does. Well, this is a total contradiction of scriptures. Jesus says the road is narrow. You know, many try to enter, few, few go through the gate. The gate's narrow. And so Christians really don't know what it means to be Christian today. They're clueless about what's happening, and they accept so many things in their lives and so many things in society that are shocking and scary at the same time. And so we, we go into our lives and we look at everybody else and think they're not doing right or that, but the Christians itself are not real. Christianity is not taken serious. Our lady's thing and her, her whole theme and her message is I'm to blame. You're to blame. If darkness is walking in darkness, what have you done in your life to be the witness that convicts them? If the early Christians could stand in the Colosseum and convert the people and they could leave there, great is the God of the Christians because they saw the victory or how they went to the death so bravely for their God and became impressed and the blood of the martyrs were the seeds for future conversions, then why are we not being victorious? It's because we're not serious. We're, we're caught up in a superficial world. We're not understanding who is the Christ. What does salvation mean? What do I have to do to participate in that? Or rather, maybe you should say to collaborate because it's a free gift. At the same time, we live a superficial Christianity. Is that my words? No, Our Lady herself said it worse than what I'm saying. She says there's many Christians, M-A-N-Y, many who live like, who live like pagans. So only when Christians get real, well, then we be able to convict and change the world. And then only we can stop Satan's plan because he's got a plan. It was announced today. We got confirmation. She said it because she said it. It's no laughing matter. We need to realize that we're faced with something that we've got to get real as Christians.
I heard them laughing on TV They said we all were fools No one was ever really here by you They called us charlatans and thieves They don't want us in their schools They don't want us in their neighborhood I remember how you said They would hate us in this world Walking from the dead Would be felt like daggers hurt And if our lives they should demand If we fall by their hands Still we will stand I heard a preacher on TV he wanted us to pray about a kingdom he had planned. He said that when we plant our seeds, write down all our needs, and he bring them in the holy land. Well, I have seen the blood you shed. supply the wood.
Christians of Gabriel. I can't explain it, but when I first held the book, look what happened while you were sleeping in my hands. I felt I was holding something very powerful. Look what happened while you were sleeping. Unbelievable. Order on Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble. With each page, I became more and more alarmed. Look what happened while you were sleeping. Very scary. Look what happened while you're sleeping is one of the most important books ever written. Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, or lookwhathappenedwhileyouwersleeping.com. What if Our Lady hadn't appeared in 1981? We know Our Lady, had she not come and appeared to these visionaries, she revealed that the world would have destroyed itself. Why is the Holy Virgin coming? Read sacred scriptures, live it and pray to understand the signs of the time. At 640, June 24th, 1981, the world was on a downhill slide toward evil and darkness and hate that that changed in one moment toward the good. Has anything been said about Christians? There's many Christians in the world, but also she gave a message that said there's many Christians living as the pagans. They live pagan Christianity. With 26 years of daily apparitions, do we know if there is some kind of plan? It's her words saying, I want to use you in a great plan you must pray to understand what your role is in that plan. And it's for the salvation of the world. How will it happen? Because you are the chosen ones in the time of grace, walking with her, who are going to instruct the others after the time of grace. When Our Lady came June 24, 1981, it was at that point that God had decided to bring us ten secrets, three admonitions, and it's going to happen. They will happen. Do not put off drawing closer to God, now in the time of divine mercy. Find out more about the most extraordinary plans in 2,000 years of Christian history. Sign up for the Medj list free and be kept informed of the most important event in your life, your children's and your grandchildren's, and all your posterity to the end of the world. See MEJ.com and click on Medge List free. You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. I want to say something. The commercial just reminded me in time to this message. More than when, look what happened when I sleep when it was released. I say now, to get it. If you've got it, you haven't read it, but once, reread this book. Reread it in light of this message. Uh, he says, which is further from God every day, which puts itself in the place of God and is destroying everything that is beautiful and good in your souls, or in the souls of each of you. To do that, that happens with certain external things. It's, you, can, you can read this message and say, oh, it's just interiorly. Well, interiorly, Things are destroyed by what we're allowing to come into us and our surroundings and our laws and things that's changing our, our, both our nations and material aspects of how we live or materialism or, or even regulations and the things governments are doing and, and our government's doing with sustainable developments and things which is very destructive to Christianity. In fact, Christianity is its enemy. And what we just um, were speaking about uh, was uh, Peter Singer was, uh, I think on our last show, was that on the last show we were talking about? It was an interview that you did. That Oh, that's right. That's a, right. It was, it, was an show. it was another radio show that we had an interview as how he had, uh, it was the father of animal rights, and, and the enemy was Christianity. They're saying this today. And so we've got to realize these elements are out there, and they're very real, and people, we're not real. We're not doing anything about it. You know, you say, oh, well, he says here to pray. Okay, let's take it this way. Through your prayers... 
you may stop Satan's plans over this world. There's no instance, there's no place you're going to find where somebody just prays and stays in a little corner and then God doesn't take those prayers and turn into some physical manifestation through the actions of man. He uses man. What gives him the ability to use man is prayers, whether it's bringing down communism and Ronald Reagan and Pope John Paul and several other factors coming together to bring it down. That was a result, and yeah, Fatima had prayed for this for, for decades, and God acted, but through man. Never forget that Jesus Christ himself said, look at the sparrows, you know, don't be concerned with money. Look at how the fields are arrayed in glory. Look how the sparrow he's fed. He feeds the sparrow of the, of the, um, of the sky. But that sparrow better get out of his nest at 5 o'clock in the morning at daybreak to go find that worm. He's providing the worm, but he's got to work for it. So there's a mentality that all I've got to do is pray and just do my little things and go to Mass. There's more to it than that. We are vacating our position in guiding and holding people accountable in, in offices and in actions and not, not ourselves filling these positions that darkness has taken over. You know, and it's going, it says, uh, it says, which is further from God every day and puts itself in the place of God. Sustainable development is this. God is the earth. Animals have an equal right with you, and now animals have more right than you. You don't have a right to invade certain, certain territory because animal takes precedent. Precedent. You, scripture says, I'll rid your lands of wild beasts if you follow my commandments. We're giving the lands back over because we're not following the commandments. I'm telling you, look what happened while you're sleeping. It's very, very important not to sell the book, but to sell people the idea of God, and to change your mentality. This Christmas, you will be buying Christmas gifts. The first, if you want to accompany that, will be, should be, must be, look what happened while you're sleeping. November, December, January, the best book months of the whole year. That's when people are indoors. That's when it's snowing in areas of the country or it's wet and rainy in other places and it's cold. People cuddle up and read. We I've seen more people brought to our lady through this book through a reverse way about issues and politics and things that it discusses and the template of the messages being placed over it and the darkness of a man that him changing and following the messages will stop Satan's plans. This You make it your priority to tell people by everybody you know in your family this book. We want it out there to change. It was written for that. So if you say, well, we're still advertising this, it was released over a year ago, which is true. It's more applicable now than ever. Ali's messages, when she first started coming in 1981, to me it's remarkable that people could hear them and they understood them or they were so deeply and profoundly affected by them so quickly. And that's gone. It was pre-fax days. It was pre-cell phone days. It was pre Blackberry days, it was basically pre-computer to compared to what it is today, days. And people were reached much easier to, to break through to people now. If a lady came now to try to do the same thing, forget it. I could see her time and when she came, it was perfect to get people who had come in the movement, who actually would leave the movement, and many people did leave the movement, who now come back into the movement, and or either she'd had nobody. You would think, well, she could do the same thing. Uh-uh. Because people, people, even people or children aren't paying a whole lot to the message or changing their lives. We've had people contact us and say, well, I thought the apparitions had ended. You mean they cared so little to even keep up with what was going on, that these apparitions meant so little that they didn't even, they didn't even follow to see what's going to happen? There's three secrets to be revealed. The mentality, though, of the Christian out there, they're not real. They are, they, we are lost. And, and sometimes we're at loss of words of what we see and how little people still understand. And I'm speaking about people who follow Our Lady. You have to study. Thomas Jefferson said, if people enlightened will never be oppressed or conquered. I forgot exactly the last words he said. And this is very important to understand. You have to enlighten yourself to what's going on in society. 
if people knew what was taking place in public policy, we've got a right to stand up against public policy in a variety of ways, even in revolution. We can have a revolt. Do you understand what I'm saying? We can really legally have a revolt if the people themselves get together and say, no more. We can stand up against our government by whatever means we have to. We have a legal document telling us that, that we live in a nation today that was founded on a document that declared independence from wayward ways that issues we are confronted with make those look as nothing. And if they legally did it then, and you have the mentality that is illegal now, then we're not a valid nation. We're not even a nation. You can't birth a nation with the Declaration of Independence and say we can't go back to it to rebirth the nation that that's illegal. It is very illegal to do. But you would say this is too high-headed or this is too overboard. It's nothing about being angry. It's about we're losing our Christian, Christianity in this nation. This nation is built on Christian principles. The whole world has been affected by it. And the whole world would be reinfected by going away. And we're at a crossroads. We've got to realize our lady is saying, stop the plans of Satan. He will use people. You know, it, prayer will birth it. If we, you don't go into battle. You don't go in confrontation. You don't go this way without it being covered in prayer. How many people of Judas Maccabees went in and they prayed first? Yeah, prayer is vital to it. But don't say, well, all I got to do is pray. God's going, why, why ain't God bring me the worm and the, spar the sparrow just sit there till 8 o'clock sleeping in? You know, three hours has already been daylight. You know, all the sparrows are gone. The early bird gets the worm. Why do we say that? God provides it, but he's got to get there and do it. You pray, God will provide the means. What will be the means? Us saying enough. I will not tolerate the little temples of the Holy Spirit, which is our body, which is what we learn in theology, what we learn in the scriptures. I don't want to say we're theology because we talk too much theology. Let's be practical. The body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. A little kid is a little temple of the Holy Spirit. When you've got a first grade, a second grade teacher teaching these kids things out of books in Massachusetts or any other place, that if somebody stopped them on the street and said, I want to read you a story, the same book, they would be arrested. Nobody would stand for it. And you're letting your teachers do this? Christians, get real. Get real. Why, you can get real. Because later, we won't be able to resist it. We won't be able to resist it. And then our position, when we completely have lost our, our ability to, to resist this, to change it, to maintain what we've been given by God, will passed. Then we'll be doing what they're doing in India. I got a letter here from a, from a Michael. I won't say his last name, just not to endanger the guy. He lives in India. And he's writing in, in regards to the desecration of the statue of the Queen of Peace in Medjugorje and uh, the fire that, that happened. But he says, we in our country also are facing some kind or the same kind of persecutions. India is a secular country, but it seems that the Constitution here is not saving us. This is very much disappointing. Christians in the state of Orissa here in India are being persecuted very badly by the BHP and other political parties of Hindu sect. One nun was assaulted and burnt to death. One priest ran away and saved himself. Hundreds of churches and convents, including schools and colleges, are destroyed. Altars in the churches are desecrated. Holy communions were dispersed on the floor and desecrated. This act of hatred and cowardice still continues to date. So the CBCI directed the Catholic churches of the whole world, or rather the whole nation, to observe one Sunday of fasting and prayer for peaceful solutions of the violence and the Christians of Hindus or rather, I'm sorry, of the violence on the Christians by Hindus. And we did fast and pray. It is recently the hot news of the state of Orishia here is heavily flooded, leaving lakes and people's, or I guess they're huts, and people's homeless and foodless. 
The same tragedy was seen first in the Barris state, where here, or rather here, millions become homeless and floodless. Many died, but we Christians remain praying for those floods that hit people at ransom. Of course, Aresia did this violence on the Christians. It does not matter, but there are also, there are also people of God, the Almighty. So we are helping them by our prayers and finances. They should know we love them just like Jesus Christ tossed taught us and we do our brothers in also the same trouble recently the last year's good friday easter season one press published christ's photographs of the sacred heart then we found out that jesus was holding a beer can in his left hand and on his heart he was smoking between his two fingers it hit our sentiments and made the pressman and He's writing this in kind of broken English. So made the pressman to apologize and publish it simultaneously. The pressman said that the photos of Jesus was downloaded from the Internet. He may not be so true, but he apologized. Again, the local, this time, one local parish or paper published a photograph of Our Lady. And we found that Our Lady was holding the Hindu God, an elephant figure. The caption was Mother Mary holding Ganesh in her arms and a statue said to be made in the state of South India. This was done on the occasions of the birth of the God of the Hindus celebration here in India. We're so hurt by this foolish act of our brethren here in India. Now we experience the prophecies told by our, our Lord Jesus Christ 2,000 years ago. We're going to be tortured and persecuted for his state, or rather for his sake. Please do remember us, the Indian Christians, including other denominations and all Hindu brothers so that we may be safe in his mighty hands and the Antichrist may kneel and bow before him one day and repent as Saul did 2,000 years ago and become a strong disciple of Paul. With love and prayers, Michael. You know, they start off as pagan. We're Christian. Do you want that in your backyard? It's coming. Do you know there's people in your face that promote sinful lifestyles that want you to force you to adopt their policies. It's one thing to be locked into a sin or be in a situation where you're in this, but when people start pushing this as public policy and we think because we're supposed to be a compassionate sinner and help them out of this, and it's true, that we're supposed to sit down and lay lay by the side and let this in law. I'm telling you, it's time to do something. You cover it with prayer and you act. Christians must get real or God's going to be sitting there looking at us saying, why should I protect you? First Romans, read the whole chapter. It says at the end that they tolerated it. Who is they? Are you tolerating things in public policy that you know God's destroyed cities in the past four? Wake up. We say, okay, well, we just go to the judge. Well, the judge overrules you. Okay, then we go to the ballot box. Then, the, then, then we lose in the ballot box. There, we have a rightful claim to maintain our Christian principles by what means we have to do so. And when you have what Jesus said, a millstone, millstone thrown around a neck better for one to lead a little one astray, at what point do we quit listening to the judges? Now, I know people out there would sit there and say, this is too much. This is not only the queen of peace. Peace is God. His principles is that way. And there, and I've spoken about the character of Jesus. We need to look at the character of Jesus. He did purify the temple. He did erupt sometimes. But if you're not praying, you're not fasting, you won't have holy indignation in you. Several times we read in the New Testament, Jesus was told, it was said of Jesus, he became indignant. Indignant. And who was he indignant with? His own people. Who was his own people? His own apostles. The twelve. They kept the children from him. Jesus became indignant. Look up the definition. That's your homework out of the show. Contemplate indignant. Is there nothing that makes you indignant that we can't rally up and say, you're not going to do this? We simply not, I'm at a loss. Why? I wrote it and look what happened while you're sleeping. It explains it, but I'm still at a loss. We don't have 
the ability to rise up because we as Christians aren't real. And until we get our act together, until we become real, we won't stop Satan's plans. We got to become holy. The more holy we pray, the more we walk in this, the more we live as principles, we're going to sin. You're going to break every single commandment. But you can't deny the commandments. Our problem is that we deny the Sabbath commandment. It's not a big deal. It is a big deal. Today's Saturday night. If you're off Sunday and you're going to a restaurant, you're in sin. And if you say it's not a sin, you're a hypocrite. It's better to say, I'm going to do it. I'm a sinner. I know I'm weak or I'm in a situation where I have to do this or I have to go in this thing that I, I haven't been able to change my life. But at least not acknowledge it and go to confession and say, I broke the Sabbath commandment. I'm paying for somebody else to work for me when I go out to eat. And I know it's wrong, but I'm just too weak to stand against everybody. Confess it. That's our path. Our lady says confession monthly will be the, will, will, will save the, rent, rent, the whole rest. That's all we have to do. But you got to confess. The first avenue, the first road to walk to have revival, to re have restoration for our nation to be healed, is for us to be repentant. When we become repentant, we recognize sin, then revival comes. Nations are restored. Families are restored. Cities are restored. And so we're in denial. Look what happened while you're sleeping goes into this. You can't argue it. Nobody has ever called me or wrote to us and say, I don't agree with this. This is dead wrong. This is, uh, this is not right. Nobody. Because all the points are there and everything's addressed from the point of saying why this is wrong and answered completely. Not just raising issues and never answer them. They're answered. You get the answers to everything I'm saying. And we've got to become indignant about things that we were not going to allow in society, in the law. And it's passing left and right. And we all sit there and say, okay, we'll, we'll come up in California and we'll pass a law that says, and let the people vote for it, that says marriages between man and woman. Okay. And then we go... And get this passed and everybody's happy and, and, and the vote is very high, you know, 60 percent or so. And then a judge, four judges on the California Supreme Court overrides three judges and says it's not valid, it's unconstitutional. And, and then we say, OK, now we're going to get petitions. At what point do you say, no, forget it, forget this stuff. And now California, uh, Thursday, November 4th, is going to try to do a constitutional amendment. You know, and so what then? You think that's going to be honored? You know, maybe so, maybe not. But it will never be until we get real and change our life. And we got to look at God. God is up there saying, that, you know, I'm, I'm sending Mary. Mary herself has said that these messages are conveyed from God. So what has he got to do to get our attention? What's got to happen for him to do this? You know, is he disappointed in what he's saying? You know, the first chapter of Romans says they deserve death. This is New Testament. You know, and again, I'm not talking about the sinner. I'm talking about the public acceptance into our laws of sin that is that is historically shown will destroy the culture. You know, what do we need? What do we need to wake us up? You know, where is the love of God over the love of tolerance? Where is God in this whole thing and what kind of attitude do we have? This is hatred. We hate what we're bounded by, so we accept, okay, that's our choice. A society and a culture has a right to protect itself. When you see a society going the wrong way in its laws and making them, it's time to look at something beyond the Constitution. The Constitution came 11 years. Our present Constitution came 11 whole years after our Declaration of Independence. The Constitution has no moral factor in it. The Declaration is all the moral fiber in that our moral direction. It gave the heart and the morality to the Constitution. Everything's in the Declaration of Independence. You read this document. If you're in another, another country, look it up, Google it, and you read it and study it. For over a hundred years, all the forefathers and the, and the presidents dated their documents, government documents, to the Declaration of Independence, July 4th, 1776. Why? Because that's the document that gives everything in our direction.
it's the it's the founding of the corporation. The Constitution how it, is how it runs. And the Constitution has to have as its conscience the Declaration of Independence. We've been educated for decades that the Constitution is separate from the, from the Declaration. And so what happens when you can separate the Declaration to the Constitution? The conscience of the Constitution then is not there anymore. So who has become the conscience of the Constitution? The judges. The Constitution, standing by itself, is a very, very dangerous document because our forefathers never intended the Constitution of the United States of America to be interpreted by godless people or without people without Christian principles. It's dangerous to do that. Why? Because the Constitution is so free, it's so open, it gives so much liberality and freedom that if the wrong people start interpreting it, it becomes a, de a detrimental to the people itself. And that's what's happened. The Constitution's conscience is hijacked by the judges who determine what it says instead of the Declaration, which gives it the moral fiber or the moral direction. And so people go back to the Declaration. Look what it says. Study it. Get, look what happened when I sleep and look at this message today. I mean, it, it's the, everything is there. Everything. Are we going to become like India? And then we're going to have to be on this position where we're just going to just be fed to the lions. Are we going to say in what our, our forefathers' dreams were and say, no, we're not going to do that? You know, when do we say, I think I heard something and this is God? This is God saying, hey, what are you doing out there? What, what I need to do to get your attention? I mean, the mother of God comes every day. When do we change our attitude and realize that we are allowing hate in the society? We're allowing people who hate to get into our law. And when are we going to stand up to it? When are men going to quit being demasculized and stand up and say, enough's enough. This is God. Hey, this is God. Could I please have your attention? There's a need for intervention. And I'm disappointed in what I'm seeing Yeah, this is God You fight each other in my name Treat life like it's a foolish game Well, I say You've got the wrong idea Everything to you 
lugar It's so sad, so sad that our lady has to come and say, this world which is further from God every day and which puts itself in the place of God and is destroying everything beautiful, or rather everything that is beautiful and good. And the song just says, oh, but look at what you do to the world that I created. It's incredible that we love rights more than we love God. People can hear the song and think, well, you know, we just got to love each other. This is not... Our Our lady said once, I love God above everything. And you have to ask yourself, do you love God above everything? And when you allow degradation of society by being quiet and not sitting there saying, we're going to rally up. I mean, how can they, uh, what was the country? Was it not Pakistan? Where 150,000 people went to the capital just by cell phone. Do you remember the name? Philippines, not Philippines, was it? Was Philippines. It? Yeah, Philippines, the last year or two years ago. They just had enough. They all got on cell phones and they all rallied up. And in no time, a crowd of 150,000 people gathered outside of their government building and made the prime minister resign. It was over, just like that. Why don't we have that? I tell you, first of all, we accept nine commandments, not the, not the, not the, not the third, keeping the Sabbath holy. You've got to accept the commandments and understand that. And, and, you know, look at what you've done with the world we created. How can you let your school systems teach so much stuff contrary to God? Evolution. It, athe- it's only about supporting an atheistic philosophy. It's all it's about. But we look so little. We're so in, uh, not enlightened by this. We never look at how God created things. You know, just, just taking for hatching eggs, it's, it's incredible. When we really look and enlighten ourselves what God does, it, the potato bug hatches in seven days, a canary 14 days, a hen, a chicken in a barnyard takes 21 years, days to hatch out. You know, a duck or a geese 28 days, a mallard 35 days, an ostrich 42 days. You realize what these numbers are? They're all divisible by seven. God the Creator, He fabricated all this in society, or rather in, in the creation. And we don't see in society that the seven days of creation. Listen to God. Seven days to hatch a potato bug, a 14 canary, a hen, 21, 28 for a duck, a mallard, 35, ostrich, 42, seven, seven multiplied, seven days of creation. The egg creates. God is speaking. And you're letting them teach us filth about evolution in schools? And you're scared they may take you to court or confront the NEA? The National Education Association who needs to be confronted and dismantled. Parents, do something about it. Think about that. God has so much in creation we could look at. If you want to enlighten yourself... Or you can be like the ostrich and hatch and stick your head in the ground and not see these things. If that's what you want to be as a Christian, do it. Because you're going to be just what they are doing in India soon. It's coming. These people hate Christianity. Just like the first song said, we're supplying the wood for, for the fire. We're supplying it by not living our faith. A watermelon, a simple watermelon, has even numbers on the stripes of the Rhine. An orange has even numbers on every segment. An ear of corn has even numbers on its rows. Each stalk of wheat has an even number of grain. Branches of banana has on the lowest row an even number of bananas, and each row decreases by one, so you have an odd number, and the waves of the sea, the ocean, roll on 26 times to the minute in all kinds of weather. When Jesus specified 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold, all were even numbers. And I can go on and on about this. You say we can't teach these things in school, and there was some place they took evolution to court, um, or creationism to court two or three years ago. I, I was reading a book at the beginning of school year where they were talking about this uh, whole case. And actually, the, the guy who wrote the book was uh, Darwin's great-great-grandson, 
And he was against creationism until he covered the trial, and he's at least open to it now because he started seeing what I just told you, indivisible by seven. And this is throughout creation. This is not something, oh, we just discovered this. You're not looking for it, parents. You're not looking for it, grandparents. You're not looking for it, teachers. Defy them. Defy the godless people. Who are they? We are in the seat of a nation built on Christian principles, and we are to start driving until the, unless, uh, 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 before the car is taken away from us. And that's what's happening. We're there. We are there. I read a thing from Donald Wyman, who's, who uh, founded American, uh, American Family Association. Very powerful, very good Baptist minister who, who uh, has stopped a lot of things um, being incorporated. And he says, it's the next election. He says, you got to understand, we, we're, we had an election today that we are about to enter into two different directions. And if we go with this wrong direction, according to what you choose, we're going to enter into a dark time of history that the next election won't recover, nor the next election. And maybe never. We're headed that way. And I can tell you, we've got circumstances birthing right now, and it ain't a seven-day creation egg, that if we don't stand up, we won't have the ability to later. It's time we stand up. People are praying the patriotic rosary all over the country. We'll, we'll give some addresses where they're doing that. If you're doing that or if you want to do that, uh, you send something to us, we'll post it. We just start posting them today, I think. But the patriotic rosary is a very, very powerful prayer. Uh, Our Lady gave this prayer. Uh, it was put into writing, and it has uh, a pr- profound effect on everybody that prays it. from within cloistered convents to inside the Pentagon, from dangerous military fields around the globe to the quietness of the bedroom and field where Our Lady appeared to the Medjugorje Visionary Maria here in Caritas. The Patriotic Rosary, a powerful prayer for divine protection and mercy for our nation and its rebirth. Gather your family and friends and pray the Patriotic Rosary together, consecrating our nation back to God. Once you've heard this rosary, you'll long to pray it often, praying that our nation remains one nation under God. Order the Patriotic Rosary on medj.com, spelled M-E-J dot com, and click on Medjmart, or call in the U.S. 205-672-2000. Today, many are concerned about which party or which person holds political office. These things are minor in comparison to the fundamental spiritual changes that must take place soon and that must manifest physically. Something is in the air, and when it comes our way, perhaps we will have only one opportunity to recognize it and act. Are the things we see happening around us speaking to us as to incite changes in our lives? Something in the air, a powerful writing that you will not be able to put down. It will open your eyes as to what you must do to get out of the psychology of non-involvement. Something in the air, order on medj.com, spelled M-E-J.com. Click on MedgeMart or call in the U.S. 205-672-2000. You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. Uh, The Patriotic Rosary, of course, can be uh, downloaded from the homepage of medj.com. 
you can go to the home page and it's there in red letters on the top of the screen. And you could also, that's where you'll find that list that a friend of Medjugorje was speaking about that has people from around the country that are praying it uh, publicly that are offering it for you to join them. Also, another thing to mention is that also posted on the homepage of Medj.com today, the novena for our nation begins today. And that uh, novena goes uh, through uh, November 2nd and uh, it begins today. And the novena is specifically for reconciling of ourselves, our families, and our nation back to God. It's very, very important to begin this novena today uh, with the state of our nation. It's an incredible novena to know that this is the 16th year of praying these novenas and all the things that uh, were contained in this novena. But when you read the beginning of the novena today, it's really remarkable what it speaks about and about nations, about what uh, what happens to nations which uh, go away from God. So it's very, very important to begin that novena today. Um, so also, too, you, you know, encouraging that you get, uh, look what happened while you were sleeping. And uh, we'll also make that also available uh, underneath the message today. We'll also put a link there. Actually, there is a link there that you can click to go to, look what happened while you were sleeping and order that book. And then uh, another show that's very closely tied with this show was the last show that we did on the 10th of October, a show that was called Our Lady of Medjugorje, The Financial Disaster, What is in Your Future? And that a friend of Medjugorje, we, it was a special two-and-a-half-hour broadcast where we had special guests join us for that broadcast. And also the next broadcast is going to be Monday, November 3rd, and that, of course, is going to be for Mariana's second-of-the-month apparition. I think that'd be a very interesting date since the election is the next day and this election again will affect the whole world, not just our country. So it's important for everybody to tune in and we'll see what Our Lady has to say because all events, yes, this election coming up is all connected to Medjugorje. Everything Our Lady is doing has something, everything the world's doing has something to do. This financial situation, again, I said at the beginning, I see Our Lady doing this. This is being brought down because this is something that's got to be undone. And so you need to make your plans according to that. And, of course, the, the show he just mentioned, that would be that way. We're going to be praying from now every day into the election, the patriotic rosary in the field. So if you're passing through from out of town or if you're local, we invite you to come at that time, for, uh, which is 11 o'clock, uh, when daylight saving times change. Is that this Sunday or is it next Sunday? It's next Sunday. So next Sunday, Monday, we'll have it at the, it, it'll be the, you'll be joining us at 10 o'clock instead of 11 o'clock. But all next week will be 11 until next Sunday. So I'd like to emphasize that this message today is a, a, an incredible message. I mean, for a lady to come and say the plan to dominate the world, and, and we know God is being replaced, but for us to hear this from heaven, what more do you need? And what more are you, is going to take you to act before it's too late for us? We have the retooling of the tabernacle taking place. Uh, we call it the serious announcement. We ask for people to write about that. And because of that, um, we've had a lot of people respond to that, but we have about 54 pieces of equipment that need to be sponsored and donated or donated to accumulation of donations to buy these pieces of equipment. And it's all for preparation to enlighten people, what we just did tonight, of where we're headed and what we have to do and to have the ability to reach millions of people in the future. Uh, we should do a whole show on this, but because we're ending, we have to close, but Consider that. If you have any kind of means or resources and you want to do something that's going to affect millions of people, look into this. If you've got the ability to afford to sponsor a piece of equipment and you follow a lady and she says to help carry out God's will at the end of this message and we see something we can do to help stop what's destroying the world, why not do it? It amazes me people will lose hundreds of thousands, even millions of dollars in the stock market, and they won't, 10, they won't donate $10,000. Well, I've already lost too much money. That may be why you're losing it. Get real. We're in warfare. Support something that's worthy, that's so focused on what this message said today. The retooling of the tabernacle is, is this message. It's about get ready, people. Get ready. Jesus is coming back. And again, these apparitions are about that, about us being prepared in this time and showing the future people how to live so when they do come underneath the time of Antichrist, they'll be able to have the hope and make it. So we end our show with that. We want you to take that. I wish I could talk more about it, but we're out of time. But check that out. 
call Caritas, write for a serious packet or the Rutilian announcement, and, and consider that. Don't just sit on the funds you've got. Don't let it just go away. The financial situation is going to go away. Use it now for something that's going to affect everybody for the, from this point here to the end of the world. That's how big this movement is. And if you don't understand that, then you're not into the message and you're not praying about it. Because when you pray and you comprehend it, you'll realize that. January 25th, 1987, I have a special plan, a great plan for the salvation of the world. What can be bigger than that? So that's what we want to leave you with. Go into the message, invite her into your heart, invite her into your home, and collaborate with her. So we thank you for having us. We wish you, Our Lady. Good night. We love you. <laughs>